Volume. Welcome to Read This. This month we're looking at a powerful debut novel that reimagines the dramatic story of Liberia's early years through three cursed characters, and we chat to an author whose debut novel sold over three million copies. Welcome to Read This, the book show where we tell you what's hot in the world of literature. Brought to you by the Johannesburg Review of Books and Volume. My name is Jennifer Malik, and I'm the editor of the Johannesburg Review of Books. To subscribe to Read This on WhatsApp, add the number 082-382-1222 to your contact list and send us a message. That's 082-382-1222. You can also listen wherever you get your podcasts. Weyetu Moore, the author of the first novel we're looking at in this episode, She Would Be King, was born in Liberia in 1985. It's a spectacular blend of history and magical realism that follows three extraordinary characters. In the West African village of Lai, red-haired Gebesa is cursed with immortality at birth and lives in exile under suspicion of being a witch. On a plantation in Virginia, June Day hides his unusual strength until a confrontation with an overseer forces him to flee. And in the Blue Mountains of Jamaica, Norman Aragon, the child of a white British colonizer and a slave, learns to fade from sight at will. When these three characters meet in the colony of Monrovia, it's not long before they realize they're all cursed, or perhaps uniquely gifted. In 2011, Moore founded a publishing house called One Moore Book, which publishes books intended for children who come from countries that are underrepresented in literature. She's published books set in Liberia, Haiti, Brazil and Guinea, and has donated thousands of books to children. In the October issue of the JRB, our contributing editor, Ephemia Chela, will be reviewing She Would Be King. Here's what Ephemia had to say about the book. It's this really expansive, far-reaching novel, um, and it's got quite a lyrical style, and it sort of switches between high fantasy, magical realism, um, and historical fiction. And I can't wait for you to read my review, because I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, Waietu Moore is Liberian-American, and so a lot of the novel focuses on settlers, African-American settlers, as well as the transatlantic slave trade and it should be a real treat. Happy reading! Now let's turn to Sarah Ledipo-Manika, whose first book, Independence, was first published in 2009 and has sold over 3 million copies. The novel was recently re-released in a 10-year anniversary edition by Cassava Republic Press. Manika is the daughter of a Nigerian father and a British mother and was raised in Nigeria, although she has lived in Kenya, France and England. She has a PhD from the University of California, and for several years she taught literature at San Francisco State University. Independence, her first novel, tells the story of Tayo Ajayi, a young Nigerian who sails to England for a prestigious scholarship at Oxford University in the 1960s. There, he falls in love with the beautiful daughter of a former colonial officer. Their story, which spans four decades, is a bittersweet tale of a brave but doomed affair, and the universal desire to fall in love truly, madly, deeply. Independence is a lyrical and moving novel. It's a story of unfulfilled love fraught with the weight of history, race and geography. And it's intertwined with questions about belonging, faith and family secrets. Manika's second novel, Like a Mule Bringing Ice Cream to the Sun, takes its poetic title from a poem by Mary Ruefle called Donkey On. The book follows a few days in the life of Dr. Moreo de Silva, a cosmopolitan Nigerian woman who lives in San Francisco. 
She's almost 75, but she has a zest for life. And uh, she frequently takes road trips in her vintage Porsche. She chats to random strangers and she reminisces... And she reminisces about characters from her favorite novels. The book is a subtle story about aging, friendship, and loss. And it's also a nuanced study of the erotic yearnings of an older woman. Sarah Ladipo Manuko was in South Africa recently for the Open Book Festival in Cape Town and the South African Book Fair in Johannesburg. And she found a few minutes to sit down with me to talk about her work. The interview that we uh, did will be published in the October issue of the Johannesburg Review of Books, but we have a sneak preview for it in this episode. In the excerpt that we have, Manika talks about Toni Morrison, the celebrated novelist and Nobel Prize winner, who passed away in August, aged 88. Well, I'm very flattered if there's any kind of little connection between what she was trying to do and what I try and do. I think... I think what I take from Toni Morrison, Toni Morrison was not writing for the gaze, whatever that gaze may be, be that, you know, the Western gaze or white gaze or the powers that be gaze or the male gaze. She was writing, she's writing what she wants to write. You know, I write what I like, riff on Biko's title. Um, And so I think that's in that sense that's what I'm trying to do I'm not writing I'm not first and foremost I'm writing for myself Mm -hmm. I'm writing stories that I want to read and I'm not finding Um, but I'm also you know if if it is that I'm writing about you know I I, I don't feel the need to explain so I you know something that I'm writing about a Nigerian or some cultural something something I'm not going to belabor my writing, make it heavy by explaining because I'm, you know, thinking, oh, most readers or a lot of readers won't understand. No, I'm just Mm. writing what I'm writing. Thank you for listening to this episode of Read This, brought to you by the Johannesburg Review of Books and Volume. To subscribe to Read This on WhatsApp, add the number 082-382-1222 to your contact list and send us a message. That's 082-382-1222. You can also now listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Read This. Ciao for now. I should have, I should have a like catchphrase. Ciao for now. No, man, that's so terrible. <laughs> People will think I'm not saying it ironically. Volume.